When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The choice of a lawyer is important and shouldn't be based on an ad. If you're seriously hurt in an accident, you'll want all the money you deserve. That's called justice. But there wouldn't be lawyers if justice was easy. No, justice is not easy. It's fought for and it's won. At Brown and Crouppen, we fight for justice every day. If you want some, call 222-2222. Because at Brown and Crouppen, justice is our business. KPN-TFM HD2, Collinsville, St. Louis. This is TMA All Day. Rise and shine, St. Louis. It's the Brown and Crouppen Morning After on KPN-TFM HD2, Collinsville, St. Louis. At the Morning After STL on YouTube and on TMASTL.com with Tim McKernan, Doug Vaughn, Iggy Strode, The Plowboy, and Action Jackson. Bill. Dad, Gummit, where is he? You're not Tim at all. That wasn't Tim's voice. Sure I like how he just doesn't talk, just adjust oh, the headphones. Gosh, I was so in hopes Tim would be back. Yeah. Well, here we are. Okay. The morning after, it's presented to you by Brian Crouppen. Welcome to the Munganest, St. Louis Acura, Munganest Burkhardt. Alden Toyota, mm-hmm. 7 o'clock hour to my right, Douglas Elvin Vaughn. Yeah. Across the dais from me, Darren the Plowhawk Atkins to my left, Ken Iggy Strode, and in the Segment C6 studios in my place, KG in O-Town, I'm Action Jackson, in for the vacationing Tim McKernan. This is the morning after. Let's get after it. Doug, so many things to talk about. So many stories, both locally, nationally, but I think the thing we have to talk about right off the bat... Mm. The plowboy had Mexican food last night, and he's concerned about his bowels. Oh, no. Nothing's happened yet at that that calm before the storm. It's almost like before the hurricane, like it's all calm, almost too calm. That means you're in, like, the eye of it. Am I correct on that? No, the eye is in the middle of the hurricane. Okay. You've already been—you've already had half of it, and then the eye, you get a brief respite, and then you get the back half. Yeah, there's nothing calm about the beginning of it. Okay. So, yeah, it's— we can see the dark clouds are coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it could wait and, you know, there could be a, a, a Passover cloud, you know, mm. sunny skies ahead. But you sense any gurgling? No, it's just like that tingly, not quite cold sweat, but tingly. I just know something's about to happen. Oh. It was great, so I'm not going to mention the place because sure. I enjoy it. and I, Shrewd. I, I don't, yeah, I have no idea what, like, you know, if it's anything. But, yeah, that's... Uh, it's a problem. So when this generally happens, is there is there anything that gets emitted from your oh colon? Yeah, yeah, it undercarriage? It'll be a full thing. Oh, it's not going to be a Dutch oven situation in here, is no, it? No, no, I'm not going to allow that. That's why I gave that preemptive warning. Yeah, if that if that is the case again, I'll take a wireless mic into the break room. And yeah, we'll I'm continue not going to from there. Yeah, you know, I'm not going to. Uh, Okay. Box us in. Yeah, I'm going to make sure this is. You know, we we followed the Geneva Convention here. There's no. You know, chemical warfare are going to no, be happening. No, there shouldn't be. Because we don't have gas masks, frankly. Yeah, I mean, we can only do so much. But if there is a moment where you feel like, you know. Just warning everyone, if you do see me exit stage, what would be on my camera? Left? 
I think you'd be exiting stage, right? Right, okay. No, no, you'd be exiting stage. We had gas masks right, at right, Channel yeah. 4 for when the reporters would have to go into a riot setting. If, if police Where would you gas. put these? Like, weren't the they storage had a, they space had little, for... They had a little storage area there in the newsroom in case it looked like they were going to have to go cover a riot and might get gassed. So, it wasn't so like... I, I borrowed one and kept it under my desk because we had an editor that was quite gassy at times, <laughs> and I would have to slip the gas mask on at work to get through it. So it wasn't like... How many rights we have in St. Louis other than the Michael Brown situation? I can't well, remember. Well, that's when it was, that. and that's when they had them. I thought they would be for, like, when newsrooms, like, had mm. internal wars. Like, Channel, no. Channel 2 would, like... Like an anchorman? Like smoke bombs. West <laughs> Man Tooth. Have you ever been hit with tear gas? Have I have not. I've, been, that? I've done the, the pepper spray before. I bet I can guess when you yeah. have. Was that thing on that Fort Lauderdale Bridge yeah, that you talked about? Yeah. Look at me. Look oh. at me. Little memory. Yeah. Every tough yeah. gas mask I think of, I won't give his name out, but <clears throat> former St. Louis news person, uh, I think he went on to CNN, uh, was doing a report, said he was in Iraq, and oh, did you hear that? It was like p- fake palm trees. But fake he, palm trees? They, you can see in the back, they're like, I don't know if he had a green screen or something. He goes, did you hear that? I, I, th- I think we're taking fire. Get down. And they get down, they put on these gas masks, and they found out it was just like a... Studio that they staged the whole You're thing. Kidding. He was acting like he was in a run. No. Really? Brian Williams. I heard that. that yeah. Brian no. Williams. Not one Brian Williams. He that would. Is... He would have done something like that. Brian Williams. <laughs> I, I don't think anyone. Who, would was ever he do at that. CNN at the time, or was he? Like... I'm not breaking a story. I'm just saying that uh, that's the word that was. They were in a studio acting around. like they were being bombed. Yeah. I can't believe that would have. Like how did the, the news producer would okay that? Yeah, the program director, like, or what reporter would even go along with right, it? Right. Well, I mean, that's one know, thing. Unless he, you know, wasn't really out in the fields. I mean, they acted like they were like on the lines. Oh well, now that's they, different. That's a lot different than yeah. being in a studio. But then here. they could have been in Iraq and staged this whole thing. I don't. I'm not sure they weren't. I'm sure they weren't Atlanta faking it. But from what I heard, he was actually in Iraq, but they weren't anywhere near where he said they were. There were no bombs going off, and they were just having sound effects, and they had a gas mask, and they weren't even outside. They were inside. Man. The price of ratings, man. <laughs> so, Doug, when you were out there on that, that bridge, you were just hanging out there, and all of a sudden? I, I wasn't on a bridge. I was there on A1A. It was it. Uh, New Year's Eve, uh-huh. and there was a big party there, tens of thousands of people. In drunkard, Drunkards, yeah. yeah. And somebody threw a, uh, I think it was a chair, a bar stool or something, through a plate glass window of one of the bars. And that got it, that got it going. Then the police descended upon them. And, and then people started acting ugly towards the police. Yeah. And then the police came down like like the military, marching in rows with a, 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 a pickup truck shooting oh tear gas at people. Armored pickup truck. How that? And you got some? It didn't go well. Yeah. <laughs> it it got, dispersed a crowd, I'll say that. And you got in your eyes? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Boy. I got that sounds awful. Yeah. I was just a spectator in the whole thing, but of course, once they shoot the tear gas and the yeah. wind blows around, it gets everybody. People are stumbling out of hotel rooms, coughing, oh, no. and stop, stop. <laughs> oh, man. Is it like a jellyfish sting? You got to pee on it? <laughs> pee right No, right peeing now. would not help. What are you going to pee in your eyes? <laughs> it helps. <laughs> How in the world would you do that? I don't know. I've seen it on videos. Oh, come on. No, you just sit there and you you cry for a long time and you really lose the will to 
start any more trouble. <laughs> <laughs> text on in, as many people already have, on the Jeff Lottman text inbox. That's 314-881-TMA5. Uh, Jeff Lottman presents you the text inbox. Phone line 636-904-TMA. We want to take a phone call. Friday, a little press conference. We asked for them mm-hmm. yesterday. Didn't get them. But like I said, people are already involved in the text line, including people making fun of Iggy's pronunciation of Iraq. He, they're saying it's Iraq, not a rock. Jesus, Table Rock Lake Monster. Mm. Well, you know what I meant, right? I did, personally. Uh, when Iggy says Iraq, it sounds like he's saying in Iraq. That's from Gary Pinkle's <laughs> cell phone etiquette. Guys, none of this story is true, so let's just not focus on it. That's from Cal May Protege. I don't know if it's true or not. I wasn't there. I'm just, it's, it's multiple stories when it came out, and people still post stuff today pointing out, you can tell that's fake in the background. You can tell this is fake. Uh, this didn't happen. No, it's not to me. I'm just telling you what I heard. I wasn't there. Is it possible they had set up a little <clears throat> live shot studio area outside the hotel or something, and they were, uh, and they exaggerated how close the bombs were landing to them? It could have been, or they weren't actually outside at all. I mean, I doubt on, they would have. If you're inside, you put that. on a gas mask. You're faking the story. You weren't anywhere near gas, or nuclear weapons, or whatever. Don't know. Wasn't there. Well, the news can be a dog and pony show for sure, but I doubt anyone would stoop to the level of saying, oh, my God, there's bombs going off when there's well, not. Well, if you're trying to make a name for yourself. Uh, we all can't be the guy who was down there covering it who became a legend. The Scud Stud? The Scud Stud. What was his name? The Scud Stud. The Scud Stud. I don't know. He's a good-looking dude, though. He did stories. Arthur Kent. Yeah, that's it. That's who it was. Yeah. He was <laughs> a handsome guy. Yeah. I wonder what he's doing now. What is he doing now, you're asking? Scud Stud. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. That can't be his real name, right? The Scud Stud? No, it's Arthur that Kent. That was the nickname they oh, gave him. I don't know who Arthur Kent Scud is. Because Scud missiles were, were landing all around him, and he was reporting. <laughs> this is in the, with the Gulf say, War? Land, yeah, and I say landing all around him. You know, you, you could hear some things going off in the distance. It's not like he was under heavy bombardment sure. himself. Who is the uh, gentleman with the Weather Channel who's always out there during those damn things? We were talking about hurricanes earlier. Yeah. Is it Cantwell? Jim. Jim Cantwell. Is that it? There, no, that, what it. was that noise? Here it is. Oh, it's just a little musical interlude. Okay. I just found the story about the fake thing. It's all over the place. What does it say? It just He addressed it. I didn't read it. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, read it. Let's see what it says. says. CNN gets caught in fake news and some other stuff. So read some of it. I'm not because then you know what the guy's name is. Well, but if it's printed in so article. So what? If he, if he lied about the news he was covering, who cares if it, his name is out there? this guy, he'll, say, he'll turn it all around and say, I said that you faked it. And then well, you're just reading an article. Just go find it yourself. <laughs> so it doesn't exist, right? Well, <laughs> the I article mean, doesn't I, exist. Yeah, there, there's calling. articles out there. <laughs> it doesn't I'm, exist. I'm sure people out there in the listening audience know who I'm talking about. They We've can, got they about can say five, six texts about But it. this article doesn't exist. Yeah. They, if it's they, an article, they, just read it. No, this is right, but it wasn't. When he, okay, yeah, it wasn't, it's not the Iraq war. That's what people are, it's not as recent. As well, that. read what happened. No. I, what do you mean, no? Why would anyone read it if it was in the news? Well, I mean, yeah, Iggy, I don't think it matters. This dude is like, got fired nationally, so I don't think it matters about the, the name. Go ahead and read it. Charles Jaco. Oh, Persian God, Gulf yeah. War. And I'm yeah. looking exactly, Persian Iggy's Gulf, kind I'm sorry. Yeah, he's kind of explaining, like, there are literal palm trees in a set behind him, but it oh, looks man. like real palm trees, and it's hard to... And he, and he faked it? 
I mean, I'm, I'm look, watching this with zero sound. Yeah, it's tough. So I'm just trying to see some reaction. It looks like they have a two-camera shoot, one in studio, one him on the ground. Mm-hmm. Um, and they go back to him. He's talking. He has a gas mask on and a guy in a helmet. Helmet. Okay. Like, literally, just a, a raincoat. Like there isn't an article. It's just coat. a video. Yeah. Well, I'm sure there's an article attached. I just got... I just... The video was the first thing that popped right. up. Media literacy with Ken, where we let the guy who once was once duped by some hyphen home hyphen depot spew misinformation because, quote, I saw a bunch of people posted on Facebook and Twitter, unquote. Today's gem. I didn't read the story. I'm just seeing it all over the place. Jesus Christ. Call in Adam, Steve, someone other than Licks. Hell, even Licks. Save us. That's from show ombudsman and cult beat writer Brian Henshaw. Don't be darned. No, I, I never said it's true. I'm well, just telling you what I read, and it's it's not just one person. It's been going on for years. So well, how, am, how am I? What's been going making, on? Well, this article has been out there for years. It's not something I yeah, made up. Yeah, it's from the Persian Gulf War. It's probably been out there yeah, it's damn not 30 been, um, years. Uh-huh. So I didn't say. Well, why can't well, we read yeah, it? Well, it's, it's in the news, know. so it must be real. I just said it's out there. It's like we're teasing. We're, okay. we're getting Get better, better at it. Yeah, we're, uh, we're people at are also texting in Jim Cantor is the guy with the water That's channel. Yeah, yeah. Boy, what a tough gig that is. You're going to sit right in the middle of this hurricane. <laughs> Tell Not everyone bad. else not to go outside, but I, the expert, I'm going to sit right in the middle of it. Oh, and man. one of these days, somebody's going to be doing a live shot, and a flying stop sign is going to yeah. cut somebody's head off. Oh, that's be, now, the first... the. the all fake. for fifty grand a year. Mm. <laughs> uh, I bet Cantor makes more than that. Well, yeah, the, yeah. No, the, fake, the fake news from CNN and it was the funniest thing you ever saw. And then you can find the video out there where there are ladies out in the floods, and the water is so high here, and she's in a boat. And as they're filming, two guys walk right by her in the water. Yeah, and I it's saw like that ankle picture. Deep. Yeah, that one's <laughs> yeah. actually kind of funny. <laughs> mm-hmm. But like, even putting thousands of dollars worth of camera equipment inside a John boat. Floating on what used to be a road before the flooding. You don't know what's underneath. Like, yeah. seems dumb as hell. Yeah. Well, you don't it's have to do it anymore. Not, now you can just do it with cell phones. But you still have to do the but, dangerous But back act. then, you're beyond, right. Yeah. yeah. They'd have to wire <laughs> everything cam- up and, you know. The camera guy's making 50. <laughs> not the guy. <laughs> well, not at the networks. They didn't. I know a guy, and I won't, give, I won't give a name out again. Um, but this, this I do know. Um... That he would do interviews and act like he had these people. An exclusive interview with Gene, with uh, George Clooney coming up, and he would find an interview of Clooney, and he would take the the answers Clooney gave, and he would Clip impose it. his voice yeah. and ask the question like Clooney saying, well, mm-hmm. "That was one of the greatest movies ever ever done. I love that one." What about? And he'd say this movie was that one of your best ones. That was one of the best ones ever. So he'd do yeah. his own. Yeah, like he was interviewing the guy, but mm-hmm. it was somebody else's interview, just putting his self in there. And, I mean, that's just terrible you do that. Well, it has to be days before, like, YouTube or something, because that could so easily be tracked now. You think. There's a, there's a lot of fake news out there, that's for sure. <clears throat> Get involved. Uh, the Doug, the story that I uh, I, I was going to lead with, but until I heard Plowboy say that uh, a storm was a brewing inside of his bowels. Mm-hmm. Are you still feeling okay? Yeah, okay. uh, was the NFL Hall of Fame last night. Uh, the inductees to the class of the 2024 NFL Hall of Fame are as follows. Dwight Freeney. You might remember him from the Colts. Sure. Well, real, real nice swim move on that Dwight Freeney. Mm-hmm. Devin Hester, yeah. legendary return Great man. Kick returner. 
Andre Johnson once got in a little scrap with our friend Cortland Finnegan. Mm-hmm. He sure did. Julius Peppers, former North Carolina basketball player and outstanding defensive lineman. Right. And Patrick Willis, uh, one of the mainstays of that brutal, brutal Niners defense that the Rams often have to go up against. Right. Linebacker. Uh, uh, Randy Gratishar. Yes. Uh, and as a senior, as, as well as Steve McMichael, someone who is not on that list. Tori Holt. Holt, number 81. I think, and Antonio Gates, by the way, too. Which goes, That's crazy. Too. Tory Holt's an absolute crime, man. Like, and from what I was reading, of, like, Andre Johnson played with no quarterback. That's why, like, why you, get a, you get a pity party because your organization can't surround you with one good yeah. quarterback for 10 years. He had, Andre Johnson had seven seasons under 1,000 yards, and I think five of those were under 500 yards. Like, Tory Holt had two. Years that were under a thousand yards, or three, and it was the first year and its last two years, eight straight eleven hundred yards receiving seasons, and a Super Bowl. It's insane. Twenty yeah. less games, four more touchdowns, and only about a thousand less yards. So if you take the if they if you did the same amount of games Torrey Holt played as Andre Johnson, it's insane. I, I guess maybe I what hurts Holt is that he played with so many other Hall of Famers. But that means he the ball got... goes around to Falk and Isaac Bruce ten more, fifteen more times yeah. than it would be to him. But he kind of got. Lost in the star power of the other players. But he played three years with Kurt Warner and the rest of the years, very good years, with Mark mm-hmm. Bolger, who honestly is okay. You don't look at Mark Bolger and go, he's a top 200 quarterback, or top 150 very, quarterback. In the- very comparable to Matt Schaub, who Andre Johnson played most of his career yeah. with. I, I, I do not get that. And I'm not, I'm not saying Torrey Holt's a first ballot or Andre Johnson shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame. But picking one of those, it got to be Holt, right? Well, it's been like what? Seven, eight straight years that you thought he was going to get in. He's on the ballot. He makes the finals. He doesn't get in. No. And he had, yeah, I mean, he'd gone up against heavy competition in those years. I get that. But in terms of his position, I, I just don't understand the Andre Johnson thing. I, I don't understand that. Yeah, there's no really huge names in this class. Well, so, I mean, I, those guys, Patrick Willis was really good. Yeah, so. but, I mean, I'm, when you think of, you know, great defensive backs, you'll say, hey, Patrick Willis. His name doesn't come to mind. See, I'm, 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 I understand where you're coming from, Iggy, but my age group, that's like my childhood NFL. Yeah, like they, kind of I like watching block. like Freeney when, you know, yeah. you have Marvin Harrison and Peyton Manning on the other side, and you have Patrick Willis. Like, Devin Hester I, starting off the Super Bowl with a return for a touchdown. I know all those guys, but, they're, you know, Randy Gratishar, a great player, but he's not a name that comes to mind. Uh, he hey, got in as Gratishar. a senior. I don't know what that means. <clears throat> probably, probably like the Harold Baines situation where, like, a, a committee of veterans voted him in. Yeah, right? I, th- I think he was done playing in the 80s. Yeah, he's a, this is like a, yeah, he played in the 70s and early 80s. Yeah. The Patriots. He was uh, one of the best Broncos. college players in the country at, at Ohio State. Broncos? Yeah. I think the Antonio Gates thing not getting in is so wild. That is weird to me, to me too. too. He, I, he is like, insane. To me, he's a no doubter. Eventually, I don't know. How, yeah. But like, how long has Hester been on the list? I, I mean, I get Devin Hester is like the greatest return man of all time, but Torrey Holt's one. You know, you're talking about one of the best wide receivers of that decade. Is Torrey Holt special mm-hmm. teams? Like, you shouldn't put special teams players in. Special okay. teams. Don't forget about the special teams. John Stenner, the only kicker in there. Maybe, maybe the. Maybe the guy that had the record for the longest field goal with the fake foot. It wasn't a fake foot. It was half a foot. <laughs> Tom Dempsey. It was a birth defect. Beyond center. Can you think of any more, any more kickers, kind of kickers in the Hall of Fame? Justin Tucker will certainly be in yeah. there. Yes, he will. I don't know what are the kickers. They they should be. They Mason certainly Crosby play a vital might. role. I think Ray Guy may be the only punter in there. I think that could be true. Uh, 
there's it seems like there there are five kickers in the NFL Hall. Of Can we have initials, please? Sure. This will be fun. M A. M A. This guy was Mark Anderson. Martin, Martin Anderson. Anderson. There you go. Oh, okay. Doug, you got the last name. All right. Uh, J S. Jim Smith. No. Jan Stinnerut. Yep. Okay. Who are you, Doug? G B. G B. This guy also played quarterback. Greg Bickle. G B. George Blanda. George Blanda. Oh, yeah, look yeah, at, yeah, look yeah, again. Yeah. Uh, this one is uh, this guy was a place kicker and also an offensive tackle. L G. Lou Groza. Look at Doug. Uh, obvious. This one. Lou up. the Toe Groza this, to you. This one's obvious. R G. R G. Rob. Nope. Uh, Rick Green. <laughs> R G is obvious. Six letters total in the name. Ray Guy. There you go, Doug. Yeah, okay. He's a punter. I said kick field goal kickers. Okay, sorry. He's the only punter in the NFL. Okay. It's only four field goal kickers in there. Looks to be, yeah. Uh, Groza, Blanda, St- Center yeah. Anderson. Yeah. They and then center Pat Summerall a kicker. They didn't consider him. He was a kicker. Well, he should be in, there. <laughs> is he in the Hall of Fame. Well, I think he probably is a broadcaster, not as a player. Okay. Uh, a lot of people are saying that Reggie Wayne also got the shaft. Dude, I'm looking at his stats as we speak, and he 100% did. I mean, he's comparable even more so to Torrey Holt. The more game played, so, like, I don't— I guess part of it, and I'm with you there, Plot, because they are very comparable because both Reggie Wayne and Torrey Holt played with another Hall of Fame receiver, Marvin Harrison and Isaac Bruce. Yeah, he had a 1,000, about 800 more yards than Holt and eight more touchdowns, but I think that he played 45 or 50 more games, so that's— Reese. Yeah. I guess, yeah, the only thing season. against Holt is that he didn't play as long as a lot of other guys. But, yeah. I mean, what, if you're going to, it's all about your prime. Like, who gives a damn about No, like, I last... think it's about a length of career, too. You think so? Yeah. Reggie yeah. Wayne. If you can stay healthy and be productive longer in your career, I think that makes you a better candidate. Reggie Wayne also had seven straight years of 1,000 yards yeah, from 2004 to 2010. And then in 2012, he had 1,300 yards again. So 8,000-yard seasons, 961 years. So, like, almost, I mean, damn, dude. That is weird. Andre well, Johnson is about the third best of that bunch. <laughs> yeah, I had to he, rate them. Yeah. The league is so pass-happy now. It's right. insane. That receivers can. put up gaudy stats compared to what happened, you know, a generation ago. Yeah. Tyreek Hill, a great example. Look at the season he was having before injury. Boy, I mean, he was going for, like, 2,300 yards receiving. Yeah. That, to me, is like... That was hard to do when I played video games on, like, Madden. I'm not kidding. On, like, normal. It's really a grind to do that. And the fact that a real player isn't doing that, yeah. So everybody ain't going to shatter record. Mm-hmm. There's going to be 50 quarterbacks in in the next five years. Let me ask you, because you are right, longevity has a lot to do with it. But say Tariq Hill got a injury first game of next year, and his, and his, his career was done. Does he go in? Man. He's had, he's had, what, four or five yeah. great years. but borderline. I think he went because he has one, two? One Super Bowl. One, uh, yeah, one Super one. Bowl, the 2020 season. Yeah. Kind of depends on just how great you were in that short period of time. Right. And God, he, he mean, already had 10,000 receiving yards. <laughs> oh, Lord. Yeah. 76, he had just as many touchdowns as Torrey Holt. And like 30, 40 less games. Yeah, he's going to be. He's a no doubt. Yeah, like, yeah, I just, I, it's he's weird. He's not even 30. I'm <laughs> pretty good. Would you I say he's the fastest guy in the league? Yeah. Question. Yes. Without yes. Question. Probably yes. is. That's yes. actually funny you brought that up because I asked on Balloon Party in my little Wide Birth Wednesday pack of questions, Oh, who do you think is the fastest athlete in the history of St. Louis sports? The history of St. Louis sports. Ivory Crockett? 
Wasn't that Ty Hill? I'm, I know that's a joke, but like honestly, he's the only one I know that clocked at like a four two nine or a four three. I'll say Alvin Miller. Mel Gray. We had a lot of Mel Gray when we asked. I, I said I said Tavon Austin. He'd probably be right up there. Bake McBride would be right up there. Yeah. What about Vince Coleman? Yeah, Coleman would be Coleman, up there. Ozzy yeah. Smith wasn't fast. He was fast. Was but he? He, he wasn't quite Vince Coleman or Bake McBride fast. Lou Brock's fast. Yeah. Base burglar, Doug. The base burglar. I am enjoying the show. <laughs> yeah, a lot of some people take some Tavon Austin. Yeah. Uh, Ivory Crockett was a sprinter from Webster Groves, I think, who was on the Olympic team. I think he ran the 100 in the Olympics. See, Ty Hill, 4-2-9, Tavon Austin, 4-3-4. Remember, Ty Hill, literally, 4-2-9. What's the That's record? The fastest. What's the record? Uh, Ty... There's all these guys whenever like the the combine happens, they're like, well, yeah, I ran a four two five, but you Wait, know, that's Ty- in, in college I ran a three that's nine. That's Tyreek Hill. <laughs> oh, Ty Hill, not Tyreek Hill. I, I mean, and Ty, I don't even know if Ty. Hill. No, Ty Hill was a good round. first round pick. He was a lousy. How do you one. spell he was his name? About 130 pounds. <laughs> you don't draft those guys in the first round. Okay, four three Mr. one. Mr. Pick four three one. He's still faster than Tavon Austin. Remember when Bob Hayes was the fastest human, and he was like. 10-4, 10-5 in the 100 meter? No. Uh, well, I think he was a lot faster than that. He was the fastest man in the world because he'd won the he'd won the 100 in the yeah, Olympics. Yeah, then was it, it was over 10. I, it wasn't under 10 No, seconds. I think it was like 9-1, wasn't it? I don't think so. God, Ty Hill's like 5-7 and a half. Oh, my God. How was he a first-round pick? Yeah. He was a top 15 You tell pick. me. <laughs> what was that's Dude, who you that's want. Insane. That's who you want. Was he, was, he was a defensive back, right? Yeah, that's corner. Who you, that's who you want. That's who you want. It's not who you want. Six four receivers. <sighs> You're still waiting for that seven foot two receiver. Doesn't it make all the sense in the world? <laughs> Here you go, Ali. You got it. Gain of eight. Seems like you couldn't. You couldn't cover him. Crack their knee in half. He only had five career college interceptions. Mister Pick to you. And Where 30, did he play in college? Thirty-five total Clemson. tackles. Clemson. Thirty-five total tackles and five picks. Mm-hmm. You have to be able to catch the ball. So I want you to put jelly roll in the Blues goaltender. Stand there. And he only started one year. Ty in college? Yeah. That's all you need. And they, p- and they, they picked, picked him, him in the a, first dude. round. I, I thought I was going to have eye-popping, like a nine-interception <laughs> season after, like, an All-American. Uh, like, mm-hmm. This dude, is when they want you this, to. Look at a college stat line. Look at how tiny that is. <laughs> there's only, there's only, he only had what? Five total picks in his career? Yeah, and at one year he had two interceptions but zero tackles. And <laughs> this is when the This is insane. The people like, drafting want you to know that they're the geniuses and they found somebody you don't know about. That's yeah. unbelievable. They're I just a little smarter than everybody else. I didn't realize it was gonna be that bad. I thought I'm mm. gonna see some really understandable fifteenth overall picks no, that line no. there. No. Oof. No. Uh, Ivory Crockett had the 100-yard dash record for a short time. 9.0, got his autograph of the Brentwood track meet. That's from the 314. Yeah, and how Bob Hayes did a... I, I want to say Bob Hayes did a 9-1. Uh, someone texting in that Tom Bernanski ran a 4-2-40. He did not. That's from... Yeah. He was a lumbering yeah. outfielder. That four, doesn't even yeah, sound like a fast... <laughs> uh, Bullet Bob Hayes. Jelly roll for the Blues goalie, huh? That's from Harrison <laughs> Raster. Well, we're just talking about Doug wants a big 7-foot eight guy to catch a ball well just put a big large person in the in the net that covers the whole net you know there's no people that big there isn't any humans big enough to cover the whole net and have you seen how precise some of these hockey players are now they could just go like 
So if you pick, are we talking hockey right now? Yeah. Okay. Or just <laughs> kind of odd sizes. You know. The Chiefs had net. a guy. The Chiefs had a guy for years named Morris Stroud. who was like six ten, and they he was literally un, they couldn't cover him. Yeah. The Eagles had Harold Carmichael, who was about six seven or eight. He was the best receiver in the league for a couple of years. Have you seen the basketball player from IMG Academy? I I hate to laugh, cause, but his neck is like a football. Oh, I, I know who you're talking about. He's like seven eight. Yeah, he, he might he might had, weigh 170. Pounds. He might he maybe. He's a, he's got a three point shot. You got to check out this dude's like. He's got like I a pituitary. Okay. He's got like a pituitary thing where it's all. Okay, like and I'm not going to. Well, it's continue not. I mean, yeah. Okay. I mean, trust me, the internet's already taken it out of them. So there's nothing you could do. Maybe with your bowels. But, but. that neck, that neck game. Mm. I, Pencil neck. The strongest. Yeah, it's it's the strong neck game, Doug. Uh, some pe- like so. Someone texted in Jordan Cairo, Cuckleberry Finn. It's tough to like equate hockey players when yeah. guys are running on land because like if same. Jordan Jordan Cairo, for all I know, might be like really fast on land, but going off skates is not fair. You know, that's no, a huge that's advantage. Yeah. I like that though that they put him in there. Yeah, I mean, he I think it, you gotta be out. considered. But again, like what are we doing as hockey players say on dry land? Who was that Rams uh, kick returner during the Super Bowl years? All he did was return. Oh, well, Azakim. Azakim. No, no, it was a different guy. Uh, all he did was return kicks, but he could fly too. Ah, uh, I forget his name. Tor- Tony Horn. Tony, yeah, that's, I was gonna say that. I thought, no, that doesn't sound right. Tony, it sounds too much like Tory Holt. Tony Horn. Yeah, he could really run. All he right, broke. That's... Oh my God, he broke loose for 267 total yards, or a Rams single game record. Two. Oh my God, it's almost God, 300 yards. Another Clemson player. Uh, he ran a 4.640. Oh, funny you say that. Who okay. did Tony Horn 4.6? Tony Horn. This is in like. I, you know, this is just I would have thought he'd been faster than that. Doug, I ran a four six forty in high school and could deliver a serious damage as an outside linebacker. That's from the Warson Woods Wacker. Oh, I bet. Plowsy, <laughs> <laughs> what do you think you could run the forty in? Oh, I'm not. Oh man. I smell a challenge. I don't know what under five probably. You got to have a good coming off the block, and I don't really, I don't really have a track background. So I think that stance alone, you getting off of that under, stance. Under be, five? I, 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 like I, did, did you see the face I made when I said that? I don't know what what the over-under would be. You already you already conquered distance. Now we just need to go for speed. I would do a 5-2 un, over-under might be. That's not that's not going to get the people going. You needed to say something like 4-6 or something. <laughs> <I'm> not, <laughs> that's the NFL I already, speed. <laughs> yeah, I already know that's not going to be the case. But so, it's all about yeah. the 10-yard splits because you play on the line. All we care about is the 10- and 20-yard splits. We want to know mm-hmm. how fast you can get off the blocks. Off the blocks is the key, yeah. and that would be the determining factor. But, Doug, yeah, I would like to know for my own personal sake how that would work. So as, a, as a run-stuffing cocknose tackle, <laughs> you could squeeze between blockers. Doug, as a— Just uh, turn sideways. Yes. Almost. You're a GM. You used to be a draft, Nick. What, what position you put in the plowhawk in? Run-stuffing cocknose tackle. I almost want to be tape like when I saw Tavon Austin run with him, and I'm like, I could do that. <laughs> Might as well. It was about as effective. <laughs> or an end around where he would gain two yards after running like 40. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. That's just never, it was never, in the, it was never in the cards. He's almost like the PSP. He, wow. would, he, he came into a, an era before his time. Like the PSP is fantastic. It's a portable gaming system, Doug. Mm-hmm. Came out about 15 years ago. People didn't understand taking games on the road. Now you see people with phones and all Nintendo that. Nintendo Switch. Tavon Austin kills the Nintendo Switch. Yeah, Tavon Austin came into the league well before the you know the wide receiver like slot screens and everybody mm-hmm. blocking the Tyreek Hill types. 
he would dominate in his prime now as opposed to what he did when he came into the league. Yeah. I'm going to stand by that. Hell yeah. I just feel bad for the situation he was in because he, you know, it doesn't matter about size in the NFL. Now you see a bunch of wide receivers that are tiny. Running backs aren't very big. Yeah. yeah. He would have dominated, but now that coaching, st- that coaching stuff just ruined him too. Yeah. Well, for speed, I really think the fastest guy I've seen in St. Louis is Bake McBride. Bake McBride. They called it. They called him the Fulton Flash. He was from Fulton, Missouri, and it looked like his legs went up to his shoulders. He had the longest legs <laughs> oh, you've ever God, seen. Uh, you're not wrong. I'm looking at a picture of and him. And I swear to God, I saw him beat out a routine ground ball <laughs> hit to the second baseman. <laughs> I mean, this, and Willie McGee was very fast too. Yeah, super fast. But I think Bake McBride was probably the fastest I've seen. What a look, sick name! Look at the, look at the hair on yeah, Bake McBride. Hair, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice little, that was a nice little afro. Yeah. Oh man, his legs are long as hell. He was he was built for his era. You know, he just kind of slapped the ball around and ran on the astroturf. Yeah. But man, could he run? Oh, Big McBride. This is a picture of him now. Looks I wonder. If, I wonder if it has his speed. What? I don't think they don't really. Know, they, 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 I they didn't they test did. baseball players so, for the forty. Well, like a lot of people are texting in that you could. There's no chance you could go sub five on the forty. Let's I go. I don't think so. I That's mean, I, I'm up for a challenge, and I, right. I may agree with that. But I also said I probably wouldn't hit eight minute mile. Not saying their two are comparable in terms of distance, but, but confidence. I wasn't that hey, confident mm-hmm. there. I just getting off that stance. I'm not very limber, so like doing. Like, I would have to learn how to even do if, that. If you tried to run your absolute fastest right now, you'd blow out both hamstrings and your Achilles. <laughs> you'd never walk again. I think I'd worry about a knee situation. Yeah, like, and maybe, maybe, yeah, pulling a hammy, I don't think mm-hmm. would feel very yeah. good. But I, I'm up I for a challenge. It. Yeah, the sprint thing's going to be dangerous. Do it barefoot. Ooh, I need track shoes. Fred Bainey? I, I think, yeah, it'd be Bainey. Killed Bainey. Uh, whoever texted in the Fred Bainey would come up your account. I didn't say credited. Fred Bainey. You I did. did. I just said run barefoot. I didn't bring up Bainey. I don't even know who the Bainey guy is. No, we had a sprint challenge here once, but it was non-gay against producer Joe. Who won that? Remember bat? that? I don't want to race anybody. I just want to see personal. I think Joe won. Uh, so, I think he did. Plowhawk, I, I looked up Vince Wolferk's, uh 40 time, because I, I bet if whatever his is, I think you can get under, and he yeah. got 5.08. He's kind of moving. He's 325 pounds. yeah. So I think, I don't know, I think you could maybe do sub five. I got I long legs. I don't know. That's still pretty fast. That's still pretty fast. I'm, I'm, I'm up for it because it's a 40-yard and not a mile. The mile is like... You're looking at, you're comparing times to world-class athletes. Yeah, even Vince Even Wolfhard. big ones. Yeah. But what percent These guys of the, are freaks of nature. What percent of the population could run an eight-minute mile, and what percent of the population could run a five-minute or five-second forty-yard dash? I think I think maybe those would be comparable. I don't so I don't think it would be. Anybody can sprint. No, not I don't fast. Know. Well, they well, you're talking about world-class athletes, all right? Um, and you think it's a lot of time, but all right, say the what's the record for the Usain Bolt's got what? Nine. I think nine. Uh, oh, I think yeah, nine one or something. Nine one. No, I think it's less than that. Uh, his a hundred meter dash time, nine point five eight. Yeah, nine five eight's what I'm seeing. So really? he, I thought it was. Yeah, I, I, I told you that Bob Hayes had the record of like ten. But seconds. they used they used to run a hundred yards. Now they run a hundred meters. meters. Yeah. All right. The fact is, though, if you look at the guys that finished last, they're off by about one one hundredth of a second. Right. And they're they're like considered. You got no shot. You're terrible. And the, but they're the so fastest human, they're the fastest humans can get in the world. Plows can get within two seconds of that. Two seconds or two tenths of a second. 
He's only got to get within two seconds if you're talking nine, and he's got to run under five for 40. No, but that's, that's 100. Like, that's 100, a little, 100 meters. I know, yeah. but I'm taking half of that. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Okay, okay, now I get it. Okay, yeah. I got what you're saying now. I, I, I think I'm willing to give her a shot. Yeah, we'll do it next I week. I don't know. To I run, need an actual track, though. I can't do this on asphalt. Oh, on I, that, I would, yeah. Yeah, well, they yeah, get yeah. to run on a track, so yeah. you should, too. Yeah. yeah. But to get under five, you'd have to be moving. You'd have to be moving good. I can speed walk pretty well. I think it's just getting out of that. I mean, you'd have to be stand. a fast runner. Here's the problem. You could do it, and then people would just question the stopwatch situation. Because again, 100%. You'd need a neutral stopwatcher, yeah. a professional. We're, we're yeah. comparing right. these get times. The track circuit. We're comparing these times to athletes of, of superhuman ability. You know who the we could get the out the there? World. Jackie Joyner-Kersey. She's fantastic. And people. I know Frank knows her very well. We could probably get Jackie out there. To train you? Well, we need her, <laughs> no, we need her to do a stopwatch. <laughs> I'm not going to take her time. Stopwatch. I'm not going to take up her time to train me, Doug. We're not going to go that far. I think that would be really funny, that, like a Rocky montage of you and Jackie Joyner-Kersey. She done great work here in the city and probably has a million other things on her plate. But yeah. I wouldn't mind her coming out for a couple minutes. Training this. Tone board God, I couldn't even imagine the promos. Sorry, well, it's all my charity work. On the video we have outside the in the hallway that we see every day coming inside with Plowsy, uh, there's a timer on the video, so you can you can play along with it while he's running. So couldn't we do that? Yeah, but with like the minute mile, like we're just going by minutes and seconds. That's pretty like you have to go you by. Know, this is tenths of a second. Like it's got to be precise because mm-hmm. the difference between four nine and five one is very slight. But that's the whole idea here. Uh, recovering alcoholic says, put an asterisk next to every athlete you mentioned that is not an ice hockey player, so it's known that they're inferior to ice hockey players. Mm. Try being fast on skates. Pale, dry land is for gaped sissies. Give uh, blood, play hockey. Recovering alcoholic. Yeah. I imagine Turn it's much him. more difficult, for sure. And I don't think anybody's questioning skating is harder than running yeah. because, like, you're naturally knowing how to run, whereas mm. skates, or if you don't have skates, you've never skated before, it could be impossible. You know how to skate, Doug? I can go around in circles. Yeah, but you're not you're not going to be flying. I can. I I played in a couple charity games way back when, but no, I'm a lousy skater. You know what I'm really good at is roller skates, and what I mean right. by really good is like I can actually do like the cross. Oh, here. look at you, inline or uh, or like the old school quads. I can do both, but I like the quads in terms of you know getting that balance and precision. Skateland was about the only option from about. Seven years old to about fourteen. Is that like a rink, like a little? That's uh, called Skateland. It has mm-hmm. a uh, you know an arcade. Oh, that's they so sell, uh, pickle sickles. I think I'm. What's a pickle sickle? No. <laughs> so like it's a delicacy for like our area, I think. But it, it's obviously known. I just I've never heard of it. It's the way you just freeze pickle juice with a with oh, a, okay. a popsicle stick, and it's a pickle sickle. That's what they called it. Oh, so you could get all your greasy snacks. You had your arcade in the back. Really. Um and. When I was older, they added, like, a teen hangout area with black lights. That lasted about two months. Drug deals and, obviously, sexual acts kind of ruined the whole, like, fun atmosphere. No, I didn't go when I was, like, this is when I was, like, 16 or 17 when they, like, expanded. People still have black lights. That's still a thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm in college. Yeah, when I was, you know, teens, I mean, we probably went to Spectrum every other week. And got black light posters. We had a black light. We just had black light posters all over our room. Well, those like the velvet ones. There'd be like unicorn ones. Like, remember those? Yeah, they weren't velvet back then. They're just posters, but they only work with black lights. You turn the lights on, turn your black light on, and it's just everything just kind of lit up. Yeah, those were like hmm. game changing as a kid. Like, how did this work? Really? This is unbelievable technology. Spectrum was the only place you could buy rolling papers. Nice. Without getting looked at. Huh. 
Why did he need rolling papers? Totally. And I regret as a kid not learning how to ice skate because it does look like fun to be able to skate really well. I was yeah, terrible right. at rolling joints. <laughs> What's going on? Well, that's what you need rolling papers for back then. Well, they got the rolling machines, too. But I was forget. terrible at rolling. I just couldn't get them. They didn't fall apart. And I tried to roll one in Jamaica with, like, uh, a whole bag of pot. So all these people would leave me their pot when they left. Like, I, I very Do you rarely, leave it in your oven? I mean, I would, <laughs> I mean, I would smoke every once in a while in Jamaica, but not a much. Um, it's not like I'm sitting on the beach all day smoking a dube. But yeah, everybody who would leave, like, uh, Iggy, we're checking out today. We left a little present for you. Uh, Iggy, we leave today. We left a little present for you. What? And they're all leaving me in their bags of pot. Well, they didn't want to get it confiscated at the airport. Well, no, they're oh, going to leave it when they, but I, I wasn't known as a pot <laughs> smoker down there. You know, it wasn't Bob Marley walking around with a dube in my mouth all day. You did look like you were peacocking around, though. I bet you everybody thought you were kind of the guy mm. for everything. Well, we had um, a couple friends of mine from Florida. said, let's just roll the biggest joint we can. So I had like five packs of rolling papers, and we just made this whole big joint. And, I mean, I'm rolling it. It's falling apart, coming out the sides because it's mostly stems and seeds anyway. Um, well, she rolled it to perfection. It looked like a... Giant sausage. There's a, I actually have a picture of me down Hito smoking it. Um, I think, did you show us that? I feel like I've seen this photo or I've heard this story, which is surprising because I didn't, I didn't remember that at the time. It's a good story. No, it's just a big joint. But we started it up at the pool. And then you just pass it along. Say, so, yeah, pass it around, pass it down to the beach. And you just go from person to person. There was a point we looked down on the beach and you th I thought there was a thundercloud coming. I mean, the whole beach was just a huge puff of smoke. Oh, God. And this was the biggest joint. It got back up to us and it was only halfway done. What would happen if you smoked all that by yourself? Well, I don't think you couldn't could. finish it. You'd pass could. out beforehand. But, Doug, I'm going to ask you. You just drop over? Well, you wouldn't die. You'd just pass out and like, fall asleep. Yeah, just like um, you got too drunk and you pass out. So, Doug, you were in high school. So, Iggy was, too. I can ask both of you. So, like, you were in high school. Like, did they really have, like, cigarette? Smoking areas oh, in yeah. high school with that kind of cigarette lounges. I remember my parents, <laughs> yeah. they were telling school? me about yes. like these lounge areas. I'm like, what the hell was going yeah. on? I've, I've heard about was. that, do where there was like a little area right by the track in the football field where 15, 16 year old <laughs> kids in there puffing away, it and everyone's just okay with that. It absolutely blows my mind that that was kind of very common, actually. Yeah, they I just lounged people going, yes, they had a whole room. I know, set I know aside. teachers had a lounge, but. Students, uh, I didn't really start smoking in high school, um, but the ones that did, just right across the street from like the where the you park for the gym in the back of Brentwood, right on High School Drive, um, they would just go smoke in the lawn on Connie Lasseter Street. And every day, all the freak we call them freaks, like six or seven, just sit out on the lawn smoking cigarettes. <laughs> Sounds like a breakfast a, club. We had a lawn. Well, so you was... did call them freaks. So I, well, I love freaks and geeks, mm -hmm. but I was wondering if that was actual term for like the. The potheads or the... Yeah. Like, is it confused? Yeah, well, I told freaks. That, is, I, I, I didn't know that. I told the story how I got the nickname Iggy. Is there were two, basically two fac fractions, factions of students. It was either a, an athlete, you were either a jock or a freak. That's the way they broke down at Brentwood. You're either a freak or a jock. Um, so I went from jock and became freak. You made the my, transition. To my senior year, yeah. You're a tranny. Um, <laughs> I'd smoke every once in a while in the bathroom. Yeah, we didn't have a lounge. It was like, yeah, let those kids smoke in high school. Give them their own place. Yeah, you have to go behind Velvet Freeze and smoke a joint or 
you know, go over to Connie Lassiter Street be... and everybody sit there and smoke their cigarettes. See, because I would say I would follow like on Twitter, like historic, but you know, like I'm just post random photo from the you know the 60s, 70s, and 80s. Mm-hmm. Well, you were too young, Flossie. Oh back, yeah. So back in my day, you know, in high school, they weren't. You could only buy pot by nickel bag or dime bag. Well, you couldn't That's what they were smoke. Called. A you lid, could, I think, was the biggest one you could buy. The lid and the the forefinger, but I I, I would like in high school we couldn't smoke cigarettes on campus. Like even if you were eighteen. Yeah. Oh hell no. Reasonable. Yeah, yeah re, which I, reasonable. But to that's not why be it's so mind-boggling to see like the pictures of like fourteen-year-olds all gathered oh, around, yeah. laying in grass, having this big smoking area. Like, when did when did smoking on airplanes come to an end? Uh, I want to say that maybe the 80s. That seems absolutely wild to me. How me did too, it ever man. come into play? Me like, too. Well, there was a time where everyone in the, smoked. Like, everyone, yeah, right? the 40s and 50s, everybody smoked. Almost all adults smoked. So airplanes. It was just accepted. Did... They didn't realize how bad it was for you. Oh, I, I bet that was, airplane seats. Just... I think it was right <laughs> toward the end of uh, the late 80s. I remember the last time I can remember smoking on a plane is. Uh, I was back from Bermuda for the off-season, and we all decided to go to Vegas, the family. My mom, my dad, my sister, my brother-in-law, me. Um, and they only had two seats left in smoking. And the whole family smoking. So, like, take turns. You couldn't stand up in the aisle and smoke. So my mom and dad was smoking. I said, right, get out of there. Me and Don are coming back. <laughs> but then I think right after that, there was no more smoking on. I think it was... Late 80s, maybe 1990, they stopped. Yeah, I'm seeing in 88, they banned it um, for domestic flights less than two hours, then extended to domestic flights less than six hours in 1990, and all domestic inter- and international flights in 2000. Yeah. Yes. Really? That long ago? Yeah. I mean, that recent? Oh, I thought it was everything. There's a video I know that would, I was circling the internet like a year ago of a guy who seemed like he just woke up from a nap. This is a plane right now. <laughs> just puts a dart in his mouth, lights it up, and just smokes it. And, like, the flight attendant comes up. He's like, sir, what are you doing? And he's like, yeah. oh, my God, I'm so sorry. He just, like, completely forgot where it's he like was. It's like the most outrageous thing now to oh, see yeah, someone smoking. Oh, yeah, if someone did that, it would be uh, oh my God, stop it's like the presses. A, yeah, you'd have, like, the yeah. U.S. Marshals. I would just imagine like, the whole plane just, like, re- like oh, how could yeah. you have come up? Like, I so everywhere. used to it. Everywhere you went, you yeah. went to work, and people were smoking at, yeah. the, at the desk next to you. That's why I love watching Mad because it is, like, how in the hell are these guys alive, and how do they do this every day? We used to go to a bar and come home after standing around three hours. You have to burn your clothes they smelled so bad see when i was in high school so it was like so i i went to prom junior and senior year i was asked both times by the way i had no interest in going just wanted to throw it out well you're a ladies okay. man. player yeah. um and those restaurants were smoking like so i think really? it was yeah this is oh oh six oh seven yeah that makes sense uh which i to me like still not even 20 years yeah. You could still have a smoking section at a, mm-hmm. what was a nice restaurant, you know, it wasn't good. Yeah, yeah smoking or not, Where, that was always the question, right? Nowadays, it's mostly a class thing. It's mostly the lower classes that smoke. I think There's you very, may be right on that. There's very few wealthy people smoking cigarettes. Yeah, you're right about that. I, th- I think you may be correct. <clears throat> Maybe if I made a lot of money, I'd quit smoking. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's amazing to me that there are still some places, like bars, you can smoke in in this day and age. I mean, I smoke. But I still, when we when we do TMA live uh, events, I don't smoke inside. Even the ones we can smoke, I wait till break and I go outside and smoke. It's not like it's fair to people that don't smoke. And the majority of people in these places are non-smokers. Right. And I just I didn't care. But uh, I tell the story. Learn things. I did it. There's learned. Seven fifty four. When Jay and I were judges for this Miss Hotshots contest, and it was Lux and Learn and Ken Bone. 
Nobody at the table smoked other than me and Jay. I didn't smoke at the table. But Jay's just lighting them up one after another, and he's got Learn right next to him and Lux right next to him. He's, hey, I'll give her a 10. I'm like, God, I would feel weird because you're blowing smoke in these two girls' faces yeah. that don't smoke. It seems very rude. Nowadays, extremely yes, rude to blow smoke. Yeah, Jay didn't care. That's what I loved about him. But no, I know. We but all still, loved him, I, I, still rude. I, other than when it gets really cold, I smoke in my bathroom. But I don't. I don't smoke <laughs> well, in my. Where apartment. else do you smoke? Outside. But in the bathroom when it's cold. If it's like 10, 20 degrees, I say I'm going outside. I'll smoke in the bathroom, light a candle, and blow it in the fan. But I don't smoke in my apartment. I could. I'm the only one that lives there. But it's not fair if people come over. Like, eh, it smells like smoke. So I don't smoke in my apartment. Horny Banker, uh, your account has also been credited. This was a couple minutes ago. It goes, here comes the I don't smoke in my house mm-hmm. story unless it's cold, rainy, and or windy, and I smoke in the bathroom. No. Windy and rainy, I don't care. I got a cover in my breezeway. So I'll smoke. Nice lanai. Oh, nice little lanai. I kind of like it in the summer when you got a nice uh, summer rain. I like going outside and smoking in the rain. I like watching. Yeah. I like watching stories. Yeah, but we were talking about cigarette smoking and other things and smoking indoors, so why wouldn't the <laughs> hot shots come up? That's part of what we were talking about. No. I'm sorry, I won't. There's people that never heard that story before. They're not, not the only one that listens every day. There's oh. other people that tune in oh, and haven't listened before. Let them have it. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You know, uh, this is the Munganast 7 o'clock hour. Fine folks over at Munganast Plowhawk. Uh, can I hear what Tim has to say about our lovely 7 o'clock hour sponsor? That, of course, is Munganast. Yep. All right, hit the lever. Yep. Okay, now. I mean, you're seeing the... It's all good, baby. You're seeing well, the fruits the, of my labor Hit the right lever here, now. Baby. It's all good. I'm going to open it again. Go it's ahead. all good. You, like, you, you're Bottom hearing, up. You're hearing the Doug. absolute hammering yeah, no, of a space Doug, while well, Plowboy mm. is getting everything and right, and it's insanity. all good. It's all good. Uh, can you tell me about our title sponsor? That, of course, is Brown and Crouppen. Thank you. Plowsy may need them if he hits his <laughs> hand, injures his hand, trying to get the Tim McKernan Very nice. play. If you have any kind of problem... Some injury that wasn't your fault, you know who to call. That would be Brown and Crouppen. If you have a potential personal injury case, Brown and Crouppen is a local law firm here to serve you. We're talking about Terry Crouppen, Andy Crouppen, Ed Herman, and their staff. The three of those gentlemen have all been inside uh, the studio here, spent a lot of time with us. We've grown to uh, know them and to love them. Everybody loves the stories that they tell. Brown and Crouppen has been around St. Louis since 1979. You want that local law firm, those... uh, the ins and outs of the cases in your area, the local environment, the other attorneys, the judges, the courts, that's what Brown and Crouppen can do with their many years of service right here in St. Louis. If you think you may need Brown and Crouppen services, give them a call. I'm going to go ahead and give that number now. Ooh. 314-222-2222. Or you go to brownandcrouppen.com and make sure to let them know you heard about it here on TMA. Well, why would I go to Brown and Crouppen, you ask? Well, how about this? They'll give you a free evaluation. There's no charge at all to call them and ask If you have a case and if they think they would be interested in it, no charge. They work on a contingency basis, no upfront cost to you. If you don't get paid, they don't get paid. They usually get paid. They want over a billion dollars in compensation 
for their clients. They are the local law firm to turn to our friends at Brown and Crouppen. Remember, the choice of a lawyer is an important decision and should not be based solely on advertising. Past results are no guarantee of future results, and every case is different and must be judged on its own accord. Nice job, Doug. Mm-hmm. Thank you for buying time, by the way. What, did you get it fixed? I have it open, yes. Okay, great. Let's give her a shot. Yeah. Munganess St. Louis Acker. Munganess Burger. Alton Toyota. The official automotive provider of TMA, the Tim McKernan Show, and the presenting sponsor of Balloon Party online at stlouisacura.com and altontoyota.com. And on top of that, not only do they want you to do business with them, they want you to feel comfortable doing business with them. So they give out a number that is only for our listeners so you can text or call with questions or requests you may have. It is the secret number. And the secret number is as follows. Mm. 314-252-0029. That's 314-252-0029. And now you're dealing with the people we deal with. Jamie Burkhardt, Clayton Patterson, Peter Munganast, Ryan Seiberg in the service department. Even if you didn't need your car from Munganast, get it serviced at Munganast with their incredible service department. Or just go online and check out their selection of new and pre-owned vehicles at stlouisacura.com and altontoyota.com. It's Munganass, St. Louis Acura, and Munganass Burkhardt, Alton Toyota. There it is. Anyone having issues with the internet right now? KG, you have any issues back there? You're hardwired, so I might be different. Yeah, I'm good back here. All right, never mind. Uh, Coming up today... What's up? I'm on the PGA Tour leaderboard. It's working. All right. Uh, coming up on the captain's log today, we're going to have the drops of the week because, of course, it's Friday. And, of course, we'll have the design air heating and cooling email today. Blueberry Pop Pop with two wins. Buck Swope, Holden Groins, Tilly and Gus Grundlehort and Kevin Miller all with the win apiece. You can send in your emails for the design air heating and cooling email today, the morning after at InsideSTL.com. We have an app contest. You can win tickets to sit with Iggy at the Stevie Nicks concert. That's May 7th at the Enterprise Center. You just use code Iggy on the TMA app to enter and win a chance to hang out and watch uh, Stevie Nicks, an all-time great with the great with another all-time great, Ken Iggy Strode. Yeah, it'll be fun. I mean, I'm, I'm already at concerts. I don't go crazy. I'm not a guy that stands up all day and all night and sings and dances around and yeah. makes a fool of myself. Um, so, yeah, we'll have a couple of beers, a couple of pops, and... Nice conversation. You get to bring who you want. It's not just two tickets, me and you. Uh, the winner gets two tickets, and then I'll have two tickets, and the four of us will be sitting together for the concert. So, And if you've never seen Stevie Nicks, you will enjoy because she can still belt out a tune, even at her age. I think she's got to be close to 75. Uh, can still belt out a note. I wonder how old she is. How do you handle it when you go to a concert and you want to sit, and 95% of the people are sitting watching, but there's one guy right in front of you or girl has got to stand up to the whole thing and dance. And now you can't see you can't see the band. Yeah, it's tough. What's nowadays, the protocol? Nowadays, I don't think it's less less as Barry Manilow. Uh, there's not just one person standing up. Oh, yes. It happened to me at uh, at the Hollywood Casino last summer. With well, and how about you hit up playing? Barry Manilow? Who was playing? Um, I, I forget. It might have been Eric Church. Hmm. I forget who it was because I went to four or five of them out there. But there was one heavy set girl... Two or three rows in front, just stood the entire time. Yeah, that's unusual. everyone else sitting. I mean, I went to uh, Breaking Benjamin and Bush and Nine Inch Nails, and I, mean, I stood for three hours. <clears throat> that's just because concerts like that, people are standing the whole. They have good seats right there. 
Yeah, it should be dependent on genre. If it's something like slower country, not like newer country, but like slower country, sitting seems like appropriate or like folk music, some kind of singer-songwriter. But if it's like, if you're going like to an EDM show, you can't expect to sit down the entire no. time. But, but whatever it is, if everyone else is sitting down, don't yeah. you think you should sit down? Yeah, yeah. I mean, a lot of people don't like to sit at concerts. They like to stand up. Well, I know. All it takes is one. All it takes is one to stand up, and then many people behind them can't see a darn thing. Well, Except their I mean, backside. How big was this girl that she took? She big enough. <laughs> she blocked everybody's. Not everybody, she but take I, up the whole I, stage? I wasn't the only one. But there was, you know, everyone in the two or three rows behind her couldn't see anything. It don't really bother me. It don't. doesn't really bother me. <laughs> and that too, it doesn't. And it don't bother. It doesn't. Me. It don't bother you not to be able to see the band. Well, one girl or one person standing up. I mean, if it was like a whole five rows in front of me, yeah, stand up because everybody's standing up. But one person's not going to bother me. Well, I can just directly. Well, if, they, if they're right in front of you, now you can't see the stage. Well, it bothers I just, you. I just kind of turn sideways a little bit. Well, if it were that easy, that's what we would have done. But it wasn't. Well, I can't see the TMA thing. Now I can. Now I can. Well, you didn't pay two hundred dollars <laughs> to see dog. the TMA no. thing. I don't pay for concerts either, so. Well, you're just too cool. Well, you could you could do the same thing. What? Sign up for tickets. If you get them, you get well, them. Well, I did. That's what I did. <laughs> right. Did you pay for them? No. Oh, well, what are you saying? You paid $200. <laughs> you I'm pay saying, for them. what's the proper protocol for someone at a concert if there's one person standing up blocking the view of, I, of several other people? I said, what if you paid? You said, what if you paid $200? You didn't pay for those tickets. No, you're tickets. talking about the TMA logo behind me. <laughs> Doug, I think the protocol, like with many things in situations like that, is like you you kindly say like, I understand that you're like having a great time and we all are, but like you're the only one standing and I can't see and I'm I'm just sorry I can't see and and if they don't respond kindly to that, then you're just like okay I'm dealing with something here. Well yeah, well she was like two or three rows in front of me. I I couldn't. Yeah talk right. To I her. get that. I get that. Well then that shouldn't bother you. <laughs> but it, I'm telling you, it did. Whether two, you think it should have or not, it did because I, me and a couple others couldn't see. But because is there of this a girl. screen typically like? But that. But you want to see the person. The like, screen was up here above my head, and the band was down there. And... You weren't on the lawn, right? You were in. The I was not on seat. the lawn. Yeah, actual seats. Because if you're in the lawn, you should expect to stand. Are you going to Drizzy next week, Doug? Going to where? Drizzy Drake. No. Graham. Hell no. Who? Drake. Oh no. Last time I was here, what was that restaurant he ate at like every Louis. night he was here? Louie. Louie de Mom's. Louie in de Mun. De Mun? Louie is in yeah, de Mun. I think he ate there like three nights in a row. Yeah, he did. He shut down the restaurant once. So everybody's going to be hanging out there thinking he's going to be there. Dude's packing. There was, yeah. there, was a, there was a video. It's on Twitter. God, he almost need to buy a seat for that thing on flight. <laughs> Luckily, you fly private. How did that God. picture get Air Drake is about 747. <laughs> How'd that get out, that picture? Uh, leaks, Doug. You know about leaks. Everybody well, know, can hack. How did he, he pose for the picture? But you, you send some to somebody, and I don't know how all this works, but you send some to somebody, and then they have it, and you have some Or could it have been a fake picture? There's always that uh, possibility, yeah. too, but uh, I don't know. I don't think he's released a statement on it. That's just something you kind of allow, allow in the ether, you know? we've Everyone's seen everyone's ween. Yeah, that leak thing. That's not the case. <laughs> yeah, it, it's, it happened, Doug. Yeah, we all got it. Justin Verlander, we know what a butt looks like. That dude didn't have an ounce of muscle on that body. Verlander? No. Yeah. Yeah. He's like Gumby. Just, yeah, he doesn't look like, yeah, I can't believe he's an athlete. Are they still dating those two? Oh, they're I married. I think they're married. Oh, really? yeah. She's still going to the games. I think she went last year to, you know, playing. Boy, he's still stuff. effective late in his career. Yeah, oh, gosh, yeah. Great. Damn near won the Cy Young. And well, still they did, didn't they? Making $40 million yeah, a year. 20, 2022, he won it. Yeah, what, like almost 40, like 38, 39? Yeah. Did he, he sign with anybody yet? Justin Verlander? I think he's he with Houston, isn't he? Yeah, I thought he was still? still with Houston. I thought he was still with Houston. 
I th- didn't the Mets sign him to a, a big contract and, and traded him before the year was even out? Yeah. So he's got a, probably another year or two left on that contract. My internet's not working, so I don't know. I thought he had one year left last year. KJ, you got an answer on Justin Verlander? What's the question? <laughs> His contract what, status. What, yeah, and what team he plays for. Listen to those fingers going. He's working. He sound like a one-year contract over $30 million or something. Oh, now my internet's working. Uh, yeah, Astros. Yeah. So he's signed for how long? Just this year? Oh, yeah, I think he's just doing one-year deals. Fingers what? are going again. Uh, he's signed through this year. Either way, he won't be a Cardinal. He got, oh, I don't years. know. That age range. Yeah, it's, it's, he, right, in their, it's says, right in their age range. He says he wants another year. They want to wait until he turns 42, then he's perfect. He's, he started games in the 06 World Series. He has 18 years of service yeah. time. That yeah. is nuts. That does not happen as much. How old was, like, Jamie Moyer when he finished? Pitching? 47, I think. Oh, I saw a stat yesterday that at one point he had faced, like, 8.9% of batters all time. Yeah, eight, eight, <laughs> yeah. almost 9% of all Major League Baseball players mm-hmm. he had faced in his career. That's yeah, have you seen him in a baseball uniform? If they casted a movie and he looked like that, you'd be like, this is the worst movie. This is Moyer or Verlander? Jamie Moyer. Yeah. Like, he's like gray hair coming out, mm-hmm. like the most unathletic guy. Well, I guess it, if you do the math, there's a whole lot more players now than there were in the yeah. 20s, 30s, and 40s when there was only eight teams in each league. Yeah, more turnover as well, too. So, yeah, so you play more teams, you face more players. With Humberto Lacolone, like, in his 40s when yeah. he's still pitching. Here's Jamie Moyer in his final season. Yeah. Oh, I mean, like look the at manager. that thing, <laughs> who was he? Wasn't he married to somebody who was... Jamie his, Moyer? His father was famous or something. Jamie Moyer. His right. wife's father was well-known, I think. Karen Moyer's dad is Digger Phelps. Okay. Really? Oh, okay, yeah. nice. So that's his a nice father-in-law kid, is but... Digger Phelps. Mm-hmm. Who was Chuck Finley married to? Tournament. Uh, Tony he was Katane. To, he was married to Tony Katane. Not she's Katayan. She's Katayan. no longer with us. I don't believe she's with us anymore. No. Mm-mm. She beat the hell out of him. <laughs> Poor guy. <laughs> Hit him with her shoes, apparently, while he was driving. Hey, guys. Isn't how that come... the story? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. The, I don't even know who. I'm, I'm being honest with you. I don't know who Tawny Katayan is. Oh, it was the actress. Okay. Don't we, don't we have her brother in studio? Right. Darnell Katane. No. Ar- Ar- Armin? The guy who wrote the Tiger book? No, wasn't, isn't different, her, wasn't she different related? Last name wasn't she related to the Saturday Night Live guy we had in here? Chris Katan. Chris Katan. Wasn't that a brother? Different name. Different name. Yeah. When do we have him? Close. Is that like where we're here? Or is this I thought we years had him ago? Guy. I don't think we ever had him yeah, in here. Maybe not. We had Michael Rappaport. Cotillion would be a funny last name. Cotillion? <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Guys, why does no one ever discuss the drain sniffer on Fernando Vina? Boy, oh boy, he could turn two, but no one discusses the pipe laying you performed in the St. Charles territories. That's from Mudfingies. I don't know what that, what they, are they indicating that he was a night owl on the nightclub circuit in St. Charles? As Tim would say, I just read what's in the prompter. Okay. Uh, I apologize. He was not on. We did. He was made available to us and we didn't want him on. Yeah, that'd be different. Uh, there's literally a, a segment on Best Ofs where the stale Cheeto goes on a 15-minute tirade about someone standing at the Pitbull concert. I just can't today. He's so insufferable. That's from Table Rock Lake Monster. Uh, well, if you go back and listen, I wasn't talking about him standing because everybody was standing. He was f- falling backwards into my chair. He was so drunk. <laughs> so go back and listen a little bit closer. It wasn't like he stood the whole concert. No, we all stood. But he was drunk and he was falling backwards, and I had to push him a couple of times. If everybody's standing, I get it. If it's just one person out of the crowd yeah, standing, no then, it, then it's really annoying. I have no problem. But if you're going to be a, 
He was like an eight, he was like a twelve year old girl, and he was about a thirty year old dude. You punch him out. He was screaming when uh, Iggy Azalea came out. Iggy, Iggy, like, dude, Who you're like thirty. Clip that off, please. Who was this? This dude was in front of me. Then he got kicked out of his seat. So they weren't in his seats. These two girls said those are our seats, and they had to leave. He got what was coming to him. Hey, you're thirty years old, and you're you're eking. Big eek. Iggy Azalea. She Dude, op- you're 30. She opened for Pitbull? Yeah. Wow. That's pretty good. She was the biggest thing in the world. I'd never seen her before. That was She was pretty good. I'd never seen Iggy. I'd never seen Pitbull either. But Mr. 305 to you, Doug. Uh, it's she eight- was probably the first one ever known for a big ass that people... Nicki Minaj. Was- Nicki Minaj. <laughs> Nicki Minaj. Before that? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. Absolutely. Nicki Minaj, our queen. Barb's stand up. I don't uh, know. Some people like it. I, she she started dancing backwards, and those things, those butt cheeks were flapping together. It was like a tidal wave. Oh. And Nicki Minaj mixed fusion Moscato. Oh, there's Denny. I love Denny, man. Mm-hmm. I miss Denny. Plowhawk, can I get a battle check real quick, just so I know the status? I'm gonna take a break here a moment, and if, you, if you're gonna release, I'm now's the time. The, the I'm worried. That, I'm bar. worried that that yeah. granola, that fiber in that granola, is gonna start a, a well, real tidal wave. I need something wave. to happen. I don't like this stalemate that's going on right I now. I don't mind it. To be I frank with you, I want a battle to be won. Mm-hmm. One way or the other. Stay up to Bismol. That usually helps an upset stomach. I can do that. I can grab you some Pepto. I, gotta, I don't think I, I need that. Yeah, it's not like a stomach ache. I'm going to grab it for like you a, just to be safe. Yeah, like a bubble. That's a prerequisite. It's a, like a precursor. Yeah. Before it gets bad, take the Pepto. Yeah. It, might, it might not be a bad idea to coat my stomach with pink lining. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh. This is now this is getting hot. It's pink eight powder. Eight eleven in St. Louis. We're going to close down the Munganess 7 o'clock hour. Coming up on the other side of the break, uh, we'll keep a close tab on Plowhawk's colon. Good. Uh, we'll do a little bit of an update on the Waste Management Open as someone has dropped out, and he is on one of our teams. we got to keep that. Uh, got to talk about that. Uh, drops of the week, and of course, designer heating, cooling, email day. That's coming up on the captain's log. Of course, you can text on the Jeff Lopman text inbox 314-881-TMA5. Call in. We want a phone call in the last two hours of the show. 636-904-TMA. Email in the morning after the Inside STL for the designer heating, cooling, email day. This is the morning after closing down the Munganass 7 o'clock hour. Morning after is presented to you by Brian Crouppen.